word is life. The word is life. Podcast. Welcome to the word is life. The word is life. Podcast. Welcome to the word is life. The word is life. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spees in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself, back at you with another episode, episode 33. And I want to just say thank you for coming through. Thank you for coming in and tuning in and stopping by and making the What Is Life podcast a part of your daily routine or your nightly routine or part of your rope, a part of your work routine or a part of your woke routine. You know, I want to say thank you because without you listening, without you sharing, liking, discussing the What Is Life podcast, without you having this back and forth with me, there, there would not be this podcast. This podcast wouldn't exist without you. So I want to say thank you. Thank you. And also, before we get any further into this episode, I have to let you know that Pal Pullen is in attendance. He is comfy. He is posted up. He is in the spot. And he's ready to rock. You know, he keeps coming back. Says he loves what he's hearing. So shout out to Pal. And shout out to you, wherever you're at listening. Now, these last few days, you know, I've seen a lot. Actually, these last few weeks, I've seen a lot. I've heard a lot. I've thought a lot. It's been a lot. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. And, you know, I I got to see people act out of fear, act out of sadness, and losing their heads. And when we lose our heads, we're really acting off our primal instincts. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. And when we're in that state, you know, we say things that reveal a lot. And Sometimes we don't want the other person to hear those things, but sometimes it just needs to be said and has to be brought to light. Especially if you're always repeating these things daily to yourself and to others. So today we're going to be talking about spelling. Because life is spelling. We learn to spell. We learn to read and write. That's what spelling is. At a young age, very young, we're learning how to spell each individual letter. We're learning how to sound out each individual letter, uppercase and lowercase form. We're learning how to spell so young. Think about it. As a kid, I would I would hate with my parents would spell out a word that I didn't know. Like ice cream, for example. Like, (laughs) I know what ice cream sounds like when I hear it, but I didn't know how to spell it. 
I'm like two or three years old at the time. So, you know, ice cream was too advanced for me how to spell it. But it wasn't until I learned how to spell it. That was when I fully grasped what the word ice cream meant and means. It's probably hard if you if you really try to remember. It's probably hard to remember the times or a time when you could not read. So try reading a manual in a different language. That will bring you right back to that time when you're like, I don't know what this is. And it could mean, (laughs) it could mean enchilada or it could mean taco or something like that. And you would never understand it. Like you will never get it because I could remember seeing the word ice cream and not knowing that was literally the word ice cream. The only way I'd be able to identify with the word ice cream was if I heard it or if I picked up on the type of environment that I was in, a.k.a. if I was close to an ice cream shop and I could see the ice cream and hear people saying ice cream. Y'all want some ice cream? What's y'all's favorite ice cream? Let me know. Let me know. Now let's get into it. What is spelling? Spelling is a social construct of semantics, aka language, that we speak to identify with ourselves and the world around us. It's the words that we write and say that we use to identify with ourselves and the world around us. And it's so simple to understand, but so crazy. It just blows my mind when I sit back and I think about it. Let's look at the word knock, right? K-N-O-C-K. Now we learn how to say each individual letter. And then basically we put it all together. So the word knock. K K N N O O C K K Knock. Then wherever you're at in the world, whoever you are as an individual, you're going to put your own slang or your own, you know, sound on how you say that word knock. But we all know how to spell it in the English language. And if you're the type of person who believes that you can speak things into existence, then you subconsciously understand the importance of these sound waves that we're speaking and using the right words to communicate what you need to communicate effectively. And I can guarantee you people hate waking up in the AM in the, in the morning because, (laughs) because we're literally morning waking up. You dread waking up when you're in morning, you're in a dreadful state. You're in a state of sorrow. You're in a why me. And if you're automatically waking up like that, then you're automatically waking up thinking about your fears, thinking about everything that you have to do that you consider as problems instead of being excited about what you're about to experience today. 
what you're about to create today, what type of life you're building today, because it's all, there's only now. So what's the point of mourning when we wake up, when the sun comes up? It's like we were conditioned to dread getting our job done, doing it, whatever it is that we needed to do. Like when I played football in high school, I hated waking up in the morning to go because practice was so early and I'd have to ride my bike to practice like five miles before even before even practicing. And then I'd have fun at practice. But, you know, in Florida, it's like 95 degrees outside, 130 percent humidity. So (laughs) you're hot as hell going home. And some of those practices. If we fucked up, we had to run a play like 40 times until we got it right. It was crazy. And then we had two a days. We had two a days too. Now those were those were some of the best practices, but we worked our asses off them. And after a hot ass practice like that, I mean, yeah, it's cool to relax in the field house with some Gatorades and whatnot, chill out a little bit. But you gotta remember how I got there. I still had to ride my bike home. So I <laughs> had to ride home. Five miles. Then I try to jump in the pool to cool off. That didn't work. I hop out, still sweat. You can hop out the pool, still sweat. Still be sweating. It's not like Arizona. No dry heat. (laughs) You hop out of the pool in Arizona, you think like you in 70 degree weather. You think you in Cali or something. You're like, oh, I can do this. 110, I can do this. In Florida, you hop up out that pool, your ass is still sweating. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You go try to take a shower. (laughs) You'd hop out the shower still sweating. And my dad kept, it didn't matter how hot it got. He was like, I'm keeping this thing on 80 degrees. (laughs) So the house was hot. The house stayed hot throughout the day, all summer long. So I didn't cool off until the evening time. It was like, thank God. AC blasting, fan going. I'm like, oh, I took another shower. And, you know, it honestly felt great. Man, I felt great. I felt, felt like I could actually breathe a little bit. So my skin could breathe a little bit. But the thought of waking up again And doing it over and over and over was always dreadful because of the word mourning. So I completely scrapped that out of my vocabulary. I said, I'm done with that spell. I'm done with that witchery or wizardry. But it all started with my mindset, how I was waking up in the morning. So I stopped saying the word morning and I started saying uh, great rising or anything, any other substitute to the word morning. 
I refuse to be in a depressive state as soon as I wake up. I'm not trying to wake up worried about my fears. I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to visualize that right now. I'm trying to visualize what is going to make today great. Because when you wake up in a state of worry or fear, that's pretty much what you're going to see throughout the day. Life is about the little things. And the little things include the words that we say because words are so little. They are little sound waves. And I don't care if you're the type of person that say words don't hurt me. There was a time when they did. Because words can start wars. And there is a war going on inside of you, if you think like that, about words hurting you. Because for words not to hurt you, then you would have to accept that words are good for you too. And if you're the type of person who believes in speaking things into existence, then you know for a fact that what you say matters, that words do matter. Words can hurt and words can empower, can uplift. And there are words that can be little and have people thinking and questioning themselves. Questioning, do they really know themselves? Good or bad? Because somebody can say that you're a beautiful person, but if you don't think that you're a beautiful person, then will that really matter that they said that? Is that you denying that spell that they're trying to curse on you? Or are you believing that spell that that person is saying because you've already programmed yourself to believe that you're beautiful, to know that you're beautiful. So you don't need an outsider's confirmation to tell you what you already know. But words do hurt. We're all affected by words because words are sounds, sound waves, what our ears are for. That's why we have two of them. So we can hear, we hear the birds chirping. We hear the dog snoring. We hear the rain pouring. <laughs> because these spells are how we identify with the world around us and ourselves. Like my name, my name is Spencer. Sometimes I wonder what my name really is. So I didn't choose this name. So I wonder what my name really is sometimes. But I identify, I identify with the word, with the name Spencer. I embrace it. And every day I'm learning who I am. So when people play with my name, yeah, I'm going to feel a way about it. And we have that right. We can feel a way about anything. Doesn't mean we have to act on it. We can release how we feel. That's not physical and is not harming to another person. It can be constructive. It can be growing. It can be a teachable moment for everyone involved. And this wouldn't be possible without the ability to spell. If you remember earlier, I sounded out the word knock. We all know what the word knock means. And we all know what a knock sounds like. 
and we know how it's spelled. So the only way we can identify with the word knock is because of how it's spelled and how we sound it out. And it comes in a wave. So all we're doing is breaking down the waves. That's all we're doing when we spell. We are casting sound waves. We're giving spirit life when we speak, when we spell. That's why the gift of speech is so important. That's why we're able and have this ability to use our voice. Because we can make ourselves heard. We can speak life. And if a community is all on one accord, all knows how to spell, then we're all able to grow in consciousness, grow in awareness, and continue to grow as one collective consciousness, essentially becoming an enlightened community, a mastered community. Think about life and how it would be if we didn't know how to spell. Like if the whole entire world didn't know how to spell in any language, we would all just be speaking like, ah, ah, ooh, we were just speaking and phonetics. And that's all we're doing now. It's just more advanced. Now imagine how the cavemen were living. How the primal people were living. They, they didn't have words. They had to communicate how they felt with their grunts. With their whines. With their excited noises. And whatever else. However else they communicated. Look at babies. Before babies learn how to spell, they communicate through their emotions. And they voice their emotions through their gyrations and with their voice. They're speaking in phonetics too. Over there, ooh and ah and and all that. (laughs) All that. They're using body language. Sign language to identify. They're doing all that while getting used to the sound waves that we are are emitting around them. So we should be thankful that we have the ability to spell. Because I'm sure it was was pretty fucked up back then. I'm sure there was a lot of fights. A lot of unnecessary fights because people didn't know how to communicate how they felt. People would want to exhibit their dominance, their power, their strength. And they'd look intimidating by how big they were, or how fast they were, or how ugly they were, or how beautiful they were. Or they could have lived in harmony. They could have developed their own sounds, their own words. They could have developed their own ways of communication through their emotions. They would have been in perfect harmony. But the only way to get to perfect harmony is through the chaos first. Because to get through, to get to anything good in life, you got to cut through the bullshit or cut out the bullshit. So once you experience bullshit, you know how to cut it out. 
Or if you like bullshit, then you'll just keep experiencing bullshit. And since we know how to spell, we can see the thoughts that we have. We can see them in written form. And then we can see them played out visually through the power of visualization. This also can create great fear, though. Because if we read something that really strikes our emotions as fearful, really brings out those fearful emotions, those worrisome emotions, then we start getting lost in these doctrines that we're reading. And we start to get lost into what we read. And then we forget what's really real because we are lost in another illusion. Everything has truth, but you know what's true to you. So if something makes sense when somebody's explaining something to you, but you refute that because you read it in a book, because you found it in some doctrine, you start using different doctrines to back you, to refute what's true, especially if you haven't experienced it, then you're just lost. And, you know, we experience a lot of things visually. And when I say visually, I mean like through movies, through television, through books and magazines, but we never really go through it. So we think we understand some things, but we never really fully grasp it until we go through some things. And when we can relate to another person's experience, it's only because we've been through it before. Because every experience is not the, it's not the exact same. But we all go through it. We've all been tested at some point in this life. And when we've been tested before, I'm sure we've cursed ourselves. We've damned ourselves. Why mean ourselves? Threw ourselves into a pitiful state. But at the same time, we've lifted ourselves up out of that pitiful state. Through uplifting words, uplifting spells. Filling ourselves up with positivity, filling ourselves up with love, filling ourselves up with happiness. What we say, what we read, what we write on our day-to-day is what determines our life. Our spells determine our life. So do you want to be the one casting the spells and be aware of the spells that you're casting? Or do you want to have spells constantly casted on you without even knowing why do you think there's even the saying, watch what you say? Because you are literally able to write what you say down, see it, and then when you close your eyes and say the word, you can watch it in your mind. You can watch the word pop up. That's the beauty of spelling. And then when, d- depending on what you identify with the word watch, Who knows what type of images are going to pop up into your head? Who knows what you're going to visualize? Who knows what that word is going to attract to you? But if your intentions are right, you'll get what you want. So when you're speaking, I hope that your frequencies are high. And I hope 
that they vibrate high too. Because when you speak at that low frequency, at them low frequencies, you're going to experience very low vibrations. Even if you don't voice those thoughts, even if you just think those thoughts and keep them in your head, you're just going to be in a depressed state. And then when you blow up, you're really going to blow up. You're really going to say what you going to say. And it's going <laughs> to, it's not going to be good for anybody. But a lot of good will come from that. So that's why it's good to release. And when you do release these spells, make sure your intentions are right. All right. Because these words, they make up our life, literally. We're able to identify with so many things. We're able to learn so much because of these spells. So let's be aware of what we're consuming. Let's be aware of how we're speaking. Let's be aware with what we're writing. Because these spells are alive, whether you know it or not, because we're living in it. We are living in it. Now, that's all the time that we have today for the What Is Life podcast. Episode 33. It's been fun. It's been fun. It's been cool. It's been cool. It's been fun. And I hope that you have fun spelling. I hope that you use this power wisely. It's it's a beautiful power, a beautiful tool. Unlock your potential through spelling. Be a grandmaster speller. Spell and be. <laughs> Spell and be. Wherever you're at in the world, I want to say thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you haven't purchased the book, A Love So Blind Yet, I'm telling you, you're missing out on love. You're missing out on why you can't find love. You're missing out on why you're so blinded by love. You're missing out on why you're really in love. Know what love is. Cop the book of Love So Blind, man. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, anywhere that you can buy books. We got the e-books out on Amazon, Kindle, iBooks. So stop procrastinating and do what you need to do. Y'all want to thank y'all, man. I love y'all. Episode 33, Life is Spelling. As always, this has been your boy, your host, Sensei Speeds in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Stay tuned for episode 34. And as always, it's getting spooky. <laughs>